We go together like peas and carrots. The Peas and Carrots Podcast, sharing life from our piece of the vegetable patch. Brian and Kayla Sanders. Welcome to the Peas and Carrots Podcast. I'm Brian. And I'm Kayla. Welcome to this week's edition of the Peas and Carrots Podcast. What's, what are you looking at me like that for? Why are you talking that well, deep? I was just trying to be fun. Okay. No? We don't do fun here. We don't. <laughs> Can I ask kidding. a question? Yes. Why are you covered in glitter? I am. I have no idea. <laughs> what have you been? I have you no idea. You sat down in the chair and I know you got glitter all over your shirt. I'm just sparkling Did y'all have like a that. glitter war in your office today? Not that I'm aware of. So, so there's no telling. Uh, okay. I really don't know. I am, aren't I? Yeah. <laughs> Now she's looking at her shirt, y'all. She's, I have no yes, idea. You've got, okay, well. I'm a gift. <laughs> you are. Okay. <laughs> you didn't sound very convincing. Miss <laughs> Kayla. Yes. You are a gift to me Moving every single on. day. Okay, I was just teasing. So. All right. So what's up in the world speaking of, of peas gifts, and carrots? Speaking of gifts, mm-hmm. how was Christmas? It was lovely. Such a British word. Well, it was. It was filled with, I keep saying this to friends that ask, it was filled with unexpected kindness. Yes. A lot of unexpected kindness. Uh, We were blown away by so many people's generosity. We were. And to me, that's just a... It's a it's a grace of God. It's a mercy of God. Mm. But I was blown away that that many people. It's going to sound horrible to say, and I'm not looking for sympathy, but that many people cared. Is that, is that horrible? Well, to in say? a year when everything was a struggle, and I know for a lot of people, financial situations were a struggle. It was very humbling to be given gifts and expressions of kindness from people, mm. and it. I mean it looked like gift cards it looked like actual cards in the mail it looked like a neighbor that sent this amazing tray of homemade candy and i'm still working my way through it okay not that we had this is not saying that we had a favorite gift but there was peanut butter fudge on that tray and she did something that i call buckeyes it's peanut butter covered in chocolate Mm -hmm. sweet Mm -hmm. Baby yeah, they're like Moses. peanut butter balls with chocolate glaze. And she and did butterscotch haystacks, chocolate fudge. She did something brittle, I had never seen before. Homemade. Chocolate covered cherries. Heavenly day. <laughs> so, yeah, we could get stuck here. But, no, there were there were so many expressions of kindness in gifts to restaurants and just sweet notes books. in the mail. Books. and. We're very thankful, and and we just we do not take any one no. of them for granted. So there were ornaments. There, yeah, we could go on, and we won't. But because I am afraid, I'll forget to say something that True. will end up hurting someone's feelings. And we're wrapping up Advent. Uh, the older I get, the less meaning I find in the world's view of Christmas, mm. and the deeper my Love grows for Advent yes. of the coming of Jesus. What is Advent, though? I don't want to assume that all it's, of our listeners... That it's the celebration of the it. coming of Jesus, that you're realizing your great need of him mm. and, and yet why he came into this world. And that he will return yes. one day. And it's, yeah. and it's not a surprise that he came at night. Mm. 
because that's where our souls, you know, we're dark. It isn't a surprise that he was born in a stable where animals used the bathroom because that's where God would find us is like in a dung heap of, of our, of our own doing Mm. and to even, and this happens all throughout the Bible. John three, Nicodemus comes to Jesus and says, what must I do to be born again? That story starts with, he came to him at night. Yeah. Again, Truth is always breaking through darkness, and this happens over and over and over again. So sorry, I got off on that. But to me, Advent is the light of God invading our dark world. Yeah. So and you? And it's given, I mean, it's given a lot of hope this Christmas, as it should every Christmas. But yeah, we've especially clung to it the last couple of years. And they're not paying us to actually say this, and we don't have a sponsor of our podcast, but we use uh, He Reads Truth and you use She Reads Truth. She Reads Truth. Yeah, She yeah. Reads Truth. We, the, the, they have a monthly subscription box, and we both had the Advent. We thing. did that for each other for yeah. Christmas this year. We got each other a subscription to that. So each month we'll get a book that goes along with the Bible passages. And it was it was very helpful to me. And I, I'm going to admit this with some shame and trepidation. I'm cheap. So because I paid for this Advent, well, technically you did because it was a Christmas gift to me. I used it every day. And if that's not the right it. motivation, sorry, Lord, I got a lot out of it. But I used it because I knew that this was money that had been spent. And so I wanted to invest in it. And I'm going to go ahead and tell you I got my money's worth. But, yeah, it's okay. and it's beautifully done. So if you're looking for a devotional, we would recommend theirs. Yeah, so, great. And it has an app as well if you want to go the cheaper route. So. And the app always corresponds to the book for that It month. does. It's pretty cool. It's really good. If someone's understanding of you was based on the gifts that you received, what would they learn? Well, for me, they would learn that I love candles. I think I got like six. Okay, can I ask a question? No, no, we used to, no, 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 nay, nay. What? You got six candles for Christmas. Yeah. How many more candles are in the closet under our stairs? That is not important. Yes, it is. Well, these people didn't know that I had that many candles. Well, now they do. I have I have enough to get me through the next couple of years, let's put it that way. I love burning candles. Okay, though. can I say something? You're going to. If the apocalypse were to hit and we didn't have electricity. I'd have a candle in each hand. And foot? You could light the house. <laughs> I guarantee you for three years. Okay, and? Nonstop. Okay. And maybe even do a candle griddle. And it would smell good because they're all scented. So there you go. What would your Christmas gifts teach people about you? That I love socks. And? I love books. Mm-hmm. Socks and books are True. big. big uh you want to go there about books since you went after my candles? Books make me better people. Candles don't. I don't know about that. Anyway. And books smell good, too. Okay. You know, you don't like the smell of a good book? I do, yes. There is something if about... If you find a, a book-scented candle... No, we have plenty. <laughs> 
I earned that comment, didn't I? Yep. Oh, no. We got plenty. Oh, all right. Well, anything else you got? No, that was, that about, was about That was that about, about it. It was, was a very good, good. yeah. Okay. It's a good right. Christmas. But a book-scented candle would be nice. Uh-huh. So, <laughs> a brand new year. Mm-hmm. So, for those listening. I think this will be technically... The second week of January. I don't know. We're anymore. a little off track. Forgive us. So but, by the time you hear this, I think you'll be into the second right. week of January. But when we're recording this, you need to know that uh, it is New Year's week. Like it like is. we are approaching New Year's Eve. So Miss Kayla, you've asked me a question. Mm-hmm. What will I carry into 2022, and what will I put down? Yeah, it's something we've been talking about as a couple, and. This is a time of year for me when I do tend to reflect. I will tell you straight out, I am not a New Year's resolution person because I don't need one more area in my life where I'm going, well, I messed that up. But I do like to look back and I mean, I, I get it. Not everyone is a spiritual person, but I like to look at areas of my life that need some sanctification. Do mm. I need to? You want a list on that? Or you just want the Lord to okay, talk to let's you? let's just stop right there. Okay. I'll go with Jesus. Okay. Um, All right. Just. So, you cute. Um, <laughs> I just, I tend to ask myself a few questions, like, how do I need to use social media differently in the next year? Uh, what physical changes do I need to make for health and things like that? So, they're just different questions that I ask myself, but... I asked you the other night this question about what what do you need to carry and what do you need to put down and what did you say? Here's here's how I'm going to answer this question. I need to carry more of what God says about me mm. and less about what other people say about me. Ooh. That's a big one for me mm. because I love people. I love to make them laugh. I love to please them. I like to make them happy. And I can't do that all the time. Not in this age of COVID. No, I can't. No. So I have to cling to what Jesus says about me and not what other people say about me. Mm. So that's one wow, thing. Wow, that's a good one. You? Well, I kind of broke. I broke this up into things that I need more of and things that I need less of. So one of the things I need or want to continue more of is championing others, especially women. Nothing nothing against you men folk, but the women that God has placed in my life, I want to make sure that I am championing. I read the most powerful quote the other day that says, surround yourself with women who would mention your name in any room. Wow. And I I want to be known as that person mm. who would be willing to celebrate and shout out the names of those around me who are great. And there's a lot of them. So I, I want to do more of that this year. Um, less of seeking approval because That's and I think we've all struggled with that mm. in the last couple of years. And the way it's worked out for me is that with COVID as a leader, 
I can tell when people are very unhappy with either decisions that I've had to make or be a part of. and Or decisions I've made. Well, there's that. And, I mean, it, I would stand by you regardless. I can just tell that in this season of life, we'll put it that way, there have been a lot of situations where you've had to make some hard calls. That hasn't always left everyone happy. But I need to find my identity in who I am, not how I'm viewed by other people. Mm. For me, I need to lay down some food stuff, and I feel like I've been doing pretty good at that. And I need to pick up leaning more on him than I do on fried chicken mm. than I do on bread. Uh, I'm really, I've really been working hard on that and I've lost, I've lost some weight. Here's a big one for me. All right, breathe. I need to pick up investing in people and loving them well, even though they may not reciprocate. Ooh. Because as a leader, the best kind of leader is a mentoring leader. Someone who gets to know you, who mm. loves you, ask about your family, coaches you, corrects but you. But with no conditions. But with no con- that yeah. kills me because I want to be loved. I want to be accepted. I want and that's so very selfish of me to admit. But I'm a person. Mm. I've got, you know what I'm saying? So I have to pick that up and lay some of that down. But that makes me better. That makes the team better and it helps the organization to move forward. Mm. So another thing I, that, that I need to lay down is a lot of selfishness. I can be very selfish. I leave my socks in the floor. I See, I find that cute. But. I fall asleep in my chair during a movie that we've agreed to watch together. Well, that, that's not, I mean. To me, to me, that, to me that just communicates that, that I'm not interested in, like, spending time with you. Maybe that's, maybe I, and perhaps I'm, I, I view that wrongly because I do enjoy spending time with you. I just get comfortable and warm. Well, go to sleep. That makes me happy that you're comfortable there. Makes you happy I go to sleep? No, I mean, it makes me happy that you're, well, sometimes. Go to bed! (laughs) No, I don't find that selfish. I think you are one of the most considerate people that I know. And I say that there's a thing you do every single morning, and it shows your lack of selfishness that, we have tea and coffee together every morning. You make sure that your cup is either in the dishwasher or clean. You don't leave it for me to come behind you and clean for you. And I find that very selfless because mm. you're mindful that, okay, she's also going to go to work today. She doesn't want to come home to a sink full of dishes. So I would say for me, something that I need less of is shielding my heart. And this is a big one. I think I have a tendency when life gets difficult or relationships feel strained or I feel like I'm not approved of, I close my heart. And so this this year I want more of open heart, willing to embrace whatever situation 
and person without that tendency to just be like, nope, I can't, mm. I can't brave this, this friendship. I can't take this risk of engaging with you because I might get hurt. And that's the beautiful part of a friendship is even if there is hurt, what I'm coming to realize is there's also grace to cover it if it's really a friendship. I think, so, I think Mother Teresa said, I could be wrong on this, forgive me, that to love is to be hurt. Love anyway. Mm, yeah. So I know that I need to do better at that. I've tended to mm. close my heart off to some situations in the last couple of years just because mm. there has been a lot of crazy. Yes. But... Oh, that's enough serious for me. About you, anything? I mean, well, I think just just for accountability. Okay, I, I want to read more, and oh. I will not read near as much as you do. But I do want to read more. I want to. Oh God, help me! I bought a really expensive <laughs> pair of running shoes, and I need to blow the dust off. And I'm going to start Are they like dry rot jogging. Well, no, oh, okay. they actually still look brand new, which is what's okay. kind of embarrassing. Right. But I want to go back to, we'll start with jogging and work our way up to running. Um, I need to, a big deal for me, I need to read more fiction and less nonfiction. I've been proud of you. You're, you're doing that. Oh, it, but I feel so guilty reading it because it doesn't. But it's good for you. But it doesn't improve me. I think it is improving me in the way of helping my mind turn off. Like right now I'm reading uh, Asimov's Foundation. I love the show on Apple TV Plus Foundation. And I started listening to the whole podcast. After each episode, I'd go listen to their podcast. And so now I'm reading the books. So it's helping me escape Mm. a little bit. Now, I'm still reading a book about Lincoln. Sure. I'm reading Paul well, David Tripp's. I'm <laughs> Hashtag didn't need to react. <laughs> I'm reading Paul David Tripp's book, uh, uh, Do You Believe, which he is one of the most prolific writers ever. Um, so, yeah, but I need to read more fiction to help me escape, to help, me, Very to help, good. To help me unwind. Yeah, it does help you. It helps so, you check out. All right. So finally, I think for me, the last of the less of is I need to be surrounded with less negative voices and step back from some cultural influence in ways that I want to form my own opinion sometimes. And I do that well, but I think especially in this past year, I've let culture play a little bit too big of a part in mm. making my opinions. Mm. So I just want to be more grounded in some of my thinking. But I think you're great, but go ahead with your bad self. Well, there you go. All right. So, yeah. yeah, I guess our question for you is, how do you lighten the load in 2022? What would you say? And, I mean, this is a great journal exercise. What are you going to lay down? And what will you carry? What will you so, carry? Yeah. Good questions. Highs and lows of 2021. And we have some show notes here in front of us. I didn't even realize this. Okay. I did not realize this. So you go ahead with the first one. I've forgotten this happened. You did forget this. You published another book. You wrote a book about your dad. I did. It was brilliant. It brought him to life. It was absolutely brilliant. 
Okay, can I? And every story in there is true. Okay, can I say something? You can. Did you forget that was this year? I did, but I also feel like a failure with that book. No. Leadership Endurance was a massive success. My first book was a massive success. This book, from a sales perspective, was a massive failure. So I'm going to stop you there because both as a wife and as someone who can see this differently from you, you're judging success based on the sales of books. And in this case, I think success is that I know from reviews, I know from feedback, God used this book to mend some relationships mm. between some fathers and some some yeah. siblings. I mean, and some, mm. not siblings, but children. And he used this book to help people to think about their own family. And I loved that. I loved hearing from people. I think the most powerful comment you got with this book that brought me to tears was, can I adopt your dad? Mm, I'll never forget because that. Because I did not have a very good dad yeah. growing I up. I got that. I bet you I didn't I, that, that I got that comment like 25, 30 times. And I loved it. So, no, yeah. this book was a success. Oh, okay. And right. I was very, I'm very proud of it. I Thank think you. it was very sweet. Thank so. you. Uh, also, we renovated our house. Dear Jesus. Help yes, me, did. Jesus. <laughs> we survived that. Uh, and it happened during one of our busiest times of the year. Um, we love our home. We're proud of it. Uh, thankful for it. Uh, and you've done an amazing job decorating it. So, um, it's, so our, it's our it's our safe, safe place. place. Yeah, it's a good place. Yeah, it's wonderful. I'm looking forward to spring and summer when we can put together the patio furniture yeah. on the back deck and sit outside. Yep. That's one of my favorite places. Repair the garden. Yeah. So. so this was a year for us, even with pandemic, we'll say version 2.0 or whatever. We both did some really hard work this year. I'm very proud of you. You've lost a good amount of weight 65, and you're still about going. 65 pounds so far. And we've well, worked really we'll hard. We'll see where on. we stand after New Year's and Christmas, okay? <laughs> I think you've done very well. But no, it's been an intentional year of working on our physical beings as well as our mental beings. There's been a lot of, and it's been hard. I mean, it's not I been agree. easy by any means, but we've worked on boundaries. We've worked on healthy choices. And so, yeah. Mm. Ooh. We enjoyed lots of time at the lake and our favorite pond, and we spent a week at the beach. Water is good for me. Mm -hmm. Fishing is good for me. Uh, I love the sound of waves lapping on the shoreline. That's yeah. that's really good for me. So that was a that was a great thing. Yeah, it was. It was, and I think I'm trying to remember. I think I read somewhere that for an empath, which you are, you're very empathetic. Water is, is healing. Yes. So it was. So is sleep. Amen. Anybody can agree to that. Sleep is good good for me. So I think we would both agree that in 2021, the, organize, the organization, good grief, spit that word out, that we serve is thriving. Oh. God has blessed PAR in fantastic ways. Now, there are challenges. Sure. But it is thriving. I agree. It's incredible to yeah. watch. Uh, we saw God's faithfulness in navigating an ongoing pandemic. Um, 
thankful for that and how he's protected us and protected the teams. And, and I mean, some people have gotten sick. Thankfully, you know, we haven't lost anybody. But We yeah. actually had team members in the hospital. In the ICU. And it was very scary. And I'm sure everybody has their story for this. But it was incredible to watch them recover and thankfully live. And, yeah, it's been, I mean, every single person who has dealt with the pandemic, I think, has their own story of someone that they know who's been affected, either financially or physically. And, yeah, we need to treasure those. So, And we continue to be magnets for mayhem and craziness. Well, you are. So, <laughs> so we were at Kroger last week. We were. We had a buggy full of groceries. Cart mm-hmm. cart full of groceries. And we get to the whole checkout lane, and there's an elderly woman who's checking us out, and there's a young man, probably 15, 18, 25 years old somewhere. He's in college. He's I in think. college. Yeah. Well, I the older I get, the well, younger everybody else I love looks. how they started at 15. And well, I can't tell the difference anymore. <laughs> so uh, I love these uh, peanuts that we get here. And they're uh, cooked in Zatarans. They're boiled peanuts, yeah. And they're Zatarans Cajun spicy peanuts. I well, do not eat them. But the, yeah. the young man who's bagging our groceries picks those up and he looks at them. Now, y'all, this is out loud. Well, he's been checking out like half our groceries. Yes. He's been making comments about different things. And I thought, we are never going to get out of here. Well, he picks up these and he goes, nope, can't eat them. Nope, nope. And uh, he says, I ate some hot salami a couple weeks back. He said it was fine going in, but it, it but it really hurt coming out. And I looked at you like, did he just say this? And the lady bagging our groceries stopped and looked like the world just stopped she at that She stopped point. scanning, and she said, that is really not appropriate. <laughs> he said, it's really. And I said, well, you should give them a try. And he says, oh, no. He said, these would light me up up when I go to the toilet. And when he said that, you leaned over and you whispered two words to me. Tell everybody what you okay, whispered to I me. I admit I did because I thought so, of your dad. So ice you, cream. yes. So you kind of stoked me along in this. I did. So because I felt like your dad was with us in this moment. So I looked at him and I said, young man, I think his name was Daniel. I said, Daniel, I said, this is why God made ice cream. And you and after you eat something spicy, you need to eat ice cream. And I said, that's what my dad said. And he goes, really? Why? I said, so that after you eat, I said, so that when you're on the toilet, after eating something spicy, you can go, come on, ice cream, come on, ice cream. You were gone. <laughs> he was doubled over. The elderly lady checking us well, out. Well, that's why I was laughing. She, she stopped, could not breathe. She stopped scanning groceries. <laughs> she was gone. But this kind of stuff happens to us. Yes, it does. So, And if you'll just listen and interact with people, you'll have these kind of experiences too. Sure. So that's... You're a magnet. You can subscribe to the Peas and Carrots <laughs> podcast on Apple, Google, or wherever you get your podcast. Or contact us at peasandcarrotspodcast.com or on Facebook, search for Peas and Carrots Podcast. We had tacos for lunch today. Stop. I got to eat some ice cream.
For more about the Peas and Carrots podcast and to reach out to Brian and Kayla, visit peasandcarrotspodcast.com.